0: So again, taking the first few moments to bring our attention to our heart center or to the breath. For some of you, it may be your hands touching. And relaxing the attention into that area. And before we start, we can reflect on our aim of this practice. The Buddha said that what a person reflects on over and over again, to that his or her mind will incline. What a person reflects on over and over again, to that his or her mind will incline. And so as we do our practice of equanimity, we are enabling our minds to have this natural inclination to find easily the pathway to respond with equanimity, free from reactivity when the reactive mind is present It's not possible to see clearly. It's not possible to assess the situation honestly with a spacious mind and heart. And so equanimity as the first response to whatever is happening even if the response of equanimity is for a moment. That is an important moment. So what we're doing is very, very important. And the practice here on the cushion, in intensive retreat especially, helps us immensely so that when we go out into the world, we may be able to see in our daily life experiences that when an event arises in our lives, where we used to be reactive, there's more possibility for balance, spaciousness to be the first response and where we see that we have been reactive already we may be able to bring to our hearts and minds a balanced spaciousness so that we're not adding any more layers of suffering to our own hearts so this is what we're doing in our practice. To understand this may give you a greater commitment to stay with it. So we begin, as usual, with the easiest person. Traditionally, it's the neutral person. You can choose a neutral person to begin with, or whoever comes up for you We're going to give a little more space today to not need to follow these guidelines exactly. Whatever attunes to you in this moment, if it helps to just pick someone within the guidelines of the tradition, then we can stay there. But if someone else comes up for you, then see what happens when you go there first. Choosing this one, the neutral person or whoever you choose, and being clear about who that is. If you're not clear in a visual way, it can be in a felt-sense way, or sometimes you can say this person's name before your phrase. Having chosen this person, we reflect how universal it is for all beings to experience the ups and downs of life. No one is exempt from that, immune from that. All beings experience joy and sorrow in various degrees. fame and disrepute, gain and loss, whatever the ups and downs are of life. Just understanding that with a big, spacious, balanced heart. And then using a phrase which helps incline or maintain the heart of equanimity. Joy and sorrow arise and pass away. Just as it does for myself, it does for everyone and for you. Joy and sorrow arise and pass away. Everyone has their own journey through life. This is how it is. Whenever the mind falls into a natural space of equanimity, just knowing that, stay with that. When it starts to fade, then bring up your phrase again and your reflection about this person. incline into equanimity when it's present. And then noticing what your own heart and mind are doing with this experience of this person. Is there indeed a spacious balance there? Is there a disconnection, a distance, an apathy? Any reactivity? Pushing it away. Wanting something different. Whatever it is, bringing equanimity to that place. This is how it is in my heart right now. When you're ready, moving on to the next individual, a family member, a friend, a benefactor. Again, choosing someone that's easy for you. And tune into this person's life or a part of this person's life, letting yourself reflect on that. And then using a phrase that helps to develop equanimity in your own heart about this person. This is how it is for you right now. All beings have their own journey. May my heart be at ease with how it is for you on your journey. when you're ready, tuning in to how your heart is responding. Is there sadness, disappointment, wanting, fear, whatever there is, tuning in specifically to our own hearts? Knowing what's there, naming it if you need to. May I open to this experience of my own heart with balance and spaciousness? This is how it is in my own heart right now. Whenever there's a sense of balance, spaciousness, ease, let the mindfulness sink into that quality of equanimity. Rest in that. Let go of the phrase or the reflection. Just rest in that ease for a moment this is how it is And when you're ready, moving on to the next individual. A friend or family member, benefactor. Choose one person. Letting yourself reflect on this person's life. Or a particular part. Maybe it's their health. Maybe it's their career situation or family situation. Either painful or pleasurable. All beings have their own journey according to their choices, their intention, their actions. This is how it is for you right now. At any time, tune into your own heart mind response. Is it reactive? Is there ease? Is there apathy? Notice. This is how it is in my own heart right now, developing or maintaining equanimity around that. If equanimity becomes obvious, rest the attention in that. Free from the phrases or the reflection, just rest the attention. When you're ready, moving on to the next individual, a difficult person, usually choosing someone where there is some undeniable reactivity about them, about a part of their lives. or maybe it's about the interaction between yourself and this person let yourself reflect on that where whatever it is This is how it is in your life right now. May I open to that with equanimity. This is how it is in our life right now. May I open to that with equanimity. All beings have their own journey. Checking in specifically to what our own minds, hearts are doing, are feeling. Can we detect moments of peacefulness around this? Are there moments of disappointment or sadness, fear? Noticing whatever is there. Receiving it with equanimity instead of adding another layer of reactivity. This is how it is in my own heart right now. And equanimity becomes noticeable, just resting in that. And lastly, moving on to oneself. Tuning into a particular part of our lives where we know we could develop more balance, more of a loving spaciousness. Maybe it's around a health issue family issue, that we're grappling with, a work issue, or a deep habit pattern. recognizing, acknowledging that. This is the lawful unfolding of my path, my journey. It's how it is right now. May I open to the unfolding of my life with equanimity. dropping in more deeply to notice. How do we deeply feel about that? Are there feelings and mental states, emotions, that are being carried unknowingly about this health issue, about this family issue, or whatever it is, is there sadness, disappointment, is there a peacefulness about it, a balanced acceptance, acknowledging, recognizing. The deep layers of our own heart about our lives, your fear, shame, or guilt. May I open to how it is in my heart, free from any more reactivity. resting in any balanced spaciousness that becomes apparent. Coming to a close with this practice, returning to the attention connected with our heart centre, with our breath, or the hands. and offering oneself loving-kindness from this place. May I be safe and protected in all ways. Radiating loving-kindness from the heart, from the inside to the outside, From the outside to the inside, may I be safe, peaceful and happy. May loving kindness connect with all the parts of my body, radiating from the inside to the outside, from the outside to the inside. May I be at ease with the changing conditions of my life. And just as I offer this to myself, I offer this to all beings here. May all beings here be safe and protected, radiating that energy to all the beings here in the room. May all beings at the center be peaceful and happy. May all of our family members be healthy and strong. And may all beings everywhere, in all directions, without exception, in all realms of existence, May you all be happy, radiating loving-kindness to all. May you all be peaceful. And may we share the merit of our practice with everyone here and all beings everywhere. And by the sharing of this merit, may all beings be benefited. May all beings be free. So I wanted to ask if um, anyone experienced, even momentarily, um, a sense of that spacious balance, that equanimity, and then how was it when you rested your mind there? Um, It was a surprise. It was a surprise. Uh Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So the comment is it was a surprise, and that you had felt uh, the clutching and kind of wanting to control, and then just l- experiencing letting that go and resting in the ease of the mind of equanimity. Yeah. It's okay the way it is. Yeah, that's great. I don't why, but... uh, it's why why? Because of the causes and conditions of inclining the mind there all the time. And is that different from the metta when the mind rests in metta per se? Can you see the difference between equanimity Brahma Vihara and Metta Brahma Vihara. Yet yeah, it, it does feel different, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. you mm-hmm. Right. If, yes, if you're doing it with someone where you're not getting that. Sense consistently, you're still planting the seeds for that to happen. And when when that happens, say you take the practice home, or you do the practice at any other retreat you're at, just at a time you know when when it's possible to do that, when that's okay with the teachers or whatever you're doing in that retreat. Um, stay with the easy persons first. Yeah. It, um, a lot of times we'll want to go to a place where we need to kind of fix it, you know, and we we kind of want to get there right away, but I really encourage you to just stay with the easy ones um, so you really have a chance to develop that if we had a longer time we'd have um, it would be better to develop that more, you know, starting with the easy ones and but I wanted to offer the whole thing to you a, a few times so that you you would know the progression and you could take it home and do it yourselves but ideally i would just stay on the easiest ones for a longer time and then bring in the more difficult ones you generate the yeah you generate the easy inclination of the mind easy you might not know the feeling right away but the easy inclination of the mind because there's not a whole lot of reactivity with the first ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyone else on that, that um, experience, that restfulness and equanimity, and if there was any difference, and if you had felt that before in metta? You were shaking your head, but I don't know if you want to speak. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you feel the difference is that uh, in the past there was a difficult person that came up and with this practice that isn't happening, that difficult person isn't coming up in that difficult person category. Were you able to put that person into a different category? Or just he or yeah, she I just didn't do that yet. Okay. I can. Yeah. Well, it's it's up to your own discernment. Yeah. Okay, yes. There were people in my life who nearly killed me when I was a child. Uhhuh. Uh-huh Uh-huh. How does, one do with like that? How does one do equanimity with people who have really hurt us and, and um, to the point where it meant life or death for us? Yes. That's your question, yeah. Very carefully. And as I said, <laughs> um, start with the easier ones, and I would suggest not going there right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's, ultimately, yeah. When you feel intuitively that you feel ready, you would be the one to know. Saying that's the way it was is it, very helpful. It's saying that's the, yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's the way it was, yeah, right. Yeah. So part of it is, is why was it that way? Yeah. <laughs> why yeah. wasn't it different? How could they? I mean, well, that's the way it
1: was. Right.
0: It? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, It does provide ease to to just acknowledge that's the way it was. Not, there can't change what happened then, but our relationship to what happened then, is, it can change. Well, accepting that it's fact it, it, it and nothing can change it. Because it change the fact. Accepting that it's fact, yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The relationship to it is what changes, not the fact that it happened. Yeah. That's why, you know, we in the forgiveness practice, forgiveness is not just um, an aspect of compassion, but in a huge way, equanimity is part of that. Because we're able to say, um, it was as it was. Not so much it is as it is, but it was as it was. Um, forgiveness is, in a way, one of my friends, Jerry Com- Polsky says... It's giving up all hopes of a better past. It's, you know, where we're hoping that somehow we could have changed all that, but actually it happened. Yeah. And now it's, it's about accepting that with balance around it and what now can we do about our own hearts? I mean, leave forgiveness for your, for your next slide. Yes, yeah, settle for equanimity. Okay, I support you in that. <laughs> <laughs> I support you. Yeah. Yes. It's a, is it a feeling of letting go? I I would say as we know that feeling like it it's not bugging us anymore. Yeah what is letting go i mean a lot of times we can say we can understand with deep wisdom oh it's it's not worth hanging on to and so you know with the, when the mind has a lot of wisdom it can just let go like that but for most of the things in our lives that have really hurt us it's not that easy to to just do it like that you know but there comes a time when it might happen that we feel like It just doesn't bother us the way it used to. Um, On a very deep level, letting go is seeing that all things are transient. It's just the realization of impermanence. burdening and the came with of judgment uh huh. was a yeah beautiful so the falling away of judgment that's everyone experiences this practice in a different way and they're all uh, that part I think a lot of us experience too yeah, I find that that reactivity whether it's judging or criticizing or um, fear that, that begins to fall away it's the reactivity that falls away and so the mind is able to see much more about that person much, much more. It isn't... When um, reactivity falls away, you know, reactivity is a very, very narrow mind, and uh, equanimity is a very spacious mind, so it really is able to open to something. That person is always much bigger than that particular action. Yeah, much, much more about them, we see. We might see their goodness we might see their suffering. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. uh i trying to get right now about something. Mhm. am I trying to how to to turn into that place specifically inside oneself. Are we um, trying to accept it? I'm just using your words. Uh Trying to accept that place? Or are we just... What was the second part? Or is that actually the reaction? Uh Uh, Not trying to get rid of, not that part. Yeah, just... Yeah. So that is the reaction. Yeah, that is the reaction. So say we're we're working with an event out there and we're developing equanimity about that event. But reactivity has arisen because you know we're working with that event. So it's in this practice we're very specifically developing equanimity around that event. But when reactivity has arisen, it's important to bring that practice to that reactivity. So we are working with that reactivity, the second part of your comment. We are working with that. And what we're attempting to do, where we're inclining the mind, is to develop equanimity in relationship to that reactivity that has already arisen. And that's the part that we, you know, we often leave out. Because we're human, reactivity comes up. So we only, a lot of times, just do a half-baked job, you know. And here we're really coming to the fullness of it and developing equanimity directly in relationship to the reactivity that might have already arisen. So we're paying attention to that and developing some balance and some deep acceptance, spaciousness around that. Yeah, accepting, you can accept that specifically. You can accept what's going on here specifically. You can accept the whole thing. Yeah, this is how this whole thing is. You know, this is how... I'm facing this out there. It's uh, May I develop equanimity around that and then specifically around this here. Yeah. It's a reason why there's a lot of (laughs) self-hatred because we're not so much paying attention to the places where it's a default setting in us that we hate ourselves, that we scorn ourselves, that we um, do all that, and we're not even so aware of that. So, you might say that this practice is a combination of bringing that mindfulness and equanimity, equanimity together.
1: Opposite, the opposite.
0: And what I mean by that is, if I check in with where I'm at first, uh huh, and then bring equanimity to that, uh huh, and then, um, and then, um, sort of work towards opening out even further, okay, and allowing the equanimity to, to, to spread to the that.
1: Okay. And, and Yeah. And then
0: come to the self and then it jars me because I'm uh-huh. trying to expand out and then you say, oh, yeah. where are you? And I go, well, actually I'm not quite there. So. Uh-huh. Well, then start with that part. Yeah. And then the other thing is whenever you have any, like it jars you, take a look at that. Yeah, bring equanimity, bring your practice right there. Yeah. So that's I'm glad you told me that because then I maybe I'll mix it up sometimes. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, one last back there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, sometimes when we, from the neutral person and then compared to that, we go on to the next one, a dear friend, and we find, oh, we've got a lot of reactivity here to this person. So you can keep going with another neutral person, choose somebody around you, you know, that if there's still anybody around when we're in retreat, not, you know, usually there are not a lot of neutral persons. (laughs) We've got something about everyone. (laughs) Um, So you could stay with the neutral person more, you know, just choose someone around your neighborhood or stay with that so you're developing that a little more. If you're finding that, you know, when you go to a dear friend or whatever, it surprises you how much reactivity there is. So it's a sign that this is a good practice too to, to be with. Yeah. So with neutral persons, we normally have more neutral feelings and from neutral feelings, that equanimity can arise more easily. Yeah, so it's okay to stay with neutral persons more. Yeah, Or animal friends. Yeah, that helps. Well, that's good. Okay, well, thank you.